critical to any evaluation of a political landscape is your ability to profile individuals and to see what they're about. And one of the things which I find so fascinating to me is how in this current iteration of American populism, especially when it comes to media and the like, you have to look at how and what people find interesting and who their heroes are. Who are their heroes? What, what, what precisely do these people like about various folks? And in order to find out what people like, you will find out about them. Do you know what your children are listening to in terms of music? Do you know when your daughter says, let's assume your daughter's younger, uh, who she uh, says is pretty, or or when, when your son or daughter all of a sudden goes out and decides, I'm going to... I'm going to wear tattoos. When do you have people, do you know folks? Do you remember when the duck the uh duck what is it called duck hunter duck uh duck family whatever these people are called. Remember when the kind of a Zeke kind of look the mountain man look came out? Years ago I decided to grow my beard out just for the for for the for the, I, I don't, I don't know how many, 20 years, who knows? I have no idea. I just, it just happened. And I thought it was funny. Because I always wanted to know, I wonder what that looks like when you just let your beard just grow. And there's no you know, attempt. And I looked demented. But what I noticed about this, and I never thought about this until recently, what I noticed, which was so interesting, was the looks I got from people. People really kind of looked at me like, what's the matter with this guy? That it then came across as, you're demented. And I did this, and and I mean, I I, I looked like Farmer Hillbilly Jim. Remember that uh, NWA star? Like one of the Alaskans. Because anybody who grew their beard out like that looked demented. I was fascinated by this. And people were saying, are you okay? They asked me this, are you okay? This was 20 years ago, maybe. Um, Are you all right? Pittsburgh Phil Strauss, one of Murder Incorporated, was trying to act crazy. He and Kid Twist Rellis and others, he was on trial. He was trying to act demented. So what he did was, he grew his beard out. And I mean, just just trimmed, not, not anything that, just grew it out. And they said, whoa, isn't that funny? That was, that was in the what, 30s or 40s. And, and, and then 20 years ago, if you grew this, like, what are you doing? What is the matter with you? Why are you looking like this? Remember when Randy Quaid, remember Randy Quaid grew his beard out? You're crazy, right? This was, this was just then. What's the matter with him? Okay, cut to today. Today you're a hipster. You're a barista. Your name is Todd. 
Look how that changed. Now everybody does. And now just the, it, it is so interesting. Hair, haircuts are getting, hair is getting shorter and trimmed, but beards are going, okay, fine. Tattoos. I don't have to go through that one. Tattoos are always a sign of low class, carnival, Marines, Navy, Grandpa, uh, bikers, that sort of thing. It just did not throw in cigars. Cigars growing up. Now, growing up in Tampa, in Ybor City, it was a different story. Cigars were different connotation. But the idea of a cigar was like, oh, Archie Bunker smoked a cigar. Are you following this? Okay. Now, Rush Limbaugh came around in the 80s, cigar aficionado. Then all of a sudden, people were, they had cigar bars. Cigar bars. Remember that one? Did you, did you, did you recall that? And then they were talking about Macanudos and uh, Cohiba. And they didn't know a cigar from a hole in the ground. In fact, the best cigars, anybody, if you're interested, is the Dominican Republic. Still better than Cubans. Any day, any day, any day. Okay? Period. End of discussion. All right. Now, why am I saying this? What is the importance of this? Why would you have to pay attention to trends? Because if you don't pay attention to trends, you don't know what's going on in the world. You're missing everything. You're missing everything. You cannot listen to, you cannot understand a political movement you can't understand a political uh, opportunist. You can't understand a culture, a climate, unless you understand trends. Unless you see for the first time what's happening. Unless you know everything. And you've got to pay attention to everything. You understand this? This is the most incredible thing in the world. This is the most incredible thing in the world, my friends. I don't know how to tell you this. I don't know how to put this into, into words. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you something, and I mean this sincerely. You got to pay attention. Now, recently, we had some other stuff that came about, which people missed because they weren't paying attention. And it was one of them was Jeffrey Epstein. What was that about? No depth, no interest. Who was actually involved in Jeffrey Epstein? Who were some of the people that we knew? Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Prince Andrew. Why? Why would people like that who had access to information and and intel as to him, why would they do this? Why would they be doing this? Nobody's thinking about that. Believe me. Because what people love today, in our country especially, is just the headline. There's no depth. If you've ever listened or read anything about Lyndon Johnson, read, read Bob Caro's book on Lyndon Johnson, on, on, on Winston Churchill, if you don't grasp, if you don't understand this idea regarding the, the psychology of these people, you'll never understand the person. Lyndon Johnson's psychology 
was he didn't want to fail and be like his father, especially politically. Bill Clinton wants to be loved. He always wanted his mother's love, and he always wanted to connect with her, who basically was a bit, oh, I don't want to say, uh, she was a bit of a floozy-esque, if you for lack of a better word. And he would sometimes have to jump in and help his mother who needed his help. And he, and he, and he always had a hard time with women and he wanted to be loved. Do you hear what I'm saying? Does this make any sense to you? I hope it does. I know you're going to understand it because Americans have no interest in this whatsoever. So the question is, why do you think that Bill Clinton would be on a plane with somebody that everybody knows was involved in just a host, a host of problems. Why? Why would he do that? Why would Andrew? They knew they had their own intel. Why would they do that? Well, now we have a person right now who was the darling of a very, a very immature news public. And that's Tucker Carlson. Children, children who follow political ideology, not by what people say, and his is kind of an ideology, but by virtue of of whether they like these people or not. It's the strangest thing in the world. Tucker Carlson recently thought it wise to involve himself with Andrew Tate. BBC came out with something today. This is BBC. This is Andrew Tate, chats in war room, suggests dozens of women groomed. It is one of the most horrifying things you can even imagine. Everybody knew this. Everybody could tell. But Tucker Carlson, it didn't bother him. Why? Because he wanted to be Andrew Tate. He's identifying with Andrew Tate. And they told him, don't, don't do this. Stay away. Oh, no, no, no. Why? I'm lured to that. Okay. Out of all of the people in the world, out of all the people, this guy right now has the entire world watching him. So whom does he select for his latest one? A, a bona fide cretin. A Dave Portnoy. Absolutely boorish churlish he's he's like that snot down the street in your neighborhood you've seen him always gets in trouble whatever it is but because people make money they say well he must be doing something right because he makes money but this goes to show you again why what do these people have tucker carlson wants to be these people hyper masculinized overdone versions of what he seeks to be. Next, on my private channel, I went into all of this these protestations that he had regarding the loss of the American male, the loss of testosterone. Testosterone. He talked he actually talked about having tanning applied to various pudendal accoutrement, okay? All right. Why? You always seek to establish that which you are not. 
And the reason how you establish that is to protest it. I have accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Sinner. Inverted. I'm telling the world what I want to be. I'm not. I haven't accepted anything. But I'm going to tell them I have because I want to be. Because I hate myself. But I'm going to tell people. I'm going to wear my Christianity and my faith all the time. It's my God and this and this and I'm this. And all of a sudden they say, excuse me, what? You're what? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am a proud. I'm a Christian. And when I, oh, okay. You weren't last week. Well, I am now. Okay. Is that is that you doing your, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're a, you're a Christian now. Well, good for you. That's terrific. And you talk about, you're a Christian, you talk about men, and no, no, you talk about being a man, and you hang around people who are, and this is, this is the best part. Let me go back to a little bit. You've never met people like this. You've never met, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I didn't growing up, I never met these people. I had no idea who these people were. And this was, in my uh, cultural development, these are somewhat new, somewhat new. But uh, well, let me just wait for a second. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't want to. You, you shouldn't start off the day with this. But I. But I know you'll get it. But most people I'm talking to will not understand. They'll say, "I have no idea what he's talking about," because they've never given any of this any amount of concern whatsoever. So please, let me ask you something. I have to do this. Please like the video. Please subscribe to the channel. Please hit that little bell so you're notified of new streams and the like. And also, as I've said to you before right now, it seems like we have averted some type of catastrophe for now. I want you to go to preparewithlionel.com and I want you to be the millions of people all over the world who understand that anything they have right now, any sense of security, any sense of food security, anything can be wiped out like that. Because you are dependent upon that store down the hall or Amazon or some delivery system. It's okay. We all are. If for some reason food just was, they shut down for a week, try 90 days. That's even impossible. You wouldn't know what to do. And you've been putting it out of your mind. And I understand it. It's a human thing. Once you go to preparewithlionel.com and act now, right now. Okay? They're great folks. And believe me when I'm telling you this. I have an insight into this. If ever there is something that it, sales are rocketing throughout the... Now in this country, it's people who are preparing an ammunition survival, preparation, because they know that you cannot turn to this government. You cannot turn to FEMA. You cannot turn to local. You can't turn to anybody in case it all stops. We'll get to that later. I, 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 there, there, there is so much going on in this. But let me, but bear with me now for a minute. Just bear with me now. I am fascinated, fascinated by how people absolutely love their their Trump and their they're very very parochial, very 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 cloying, involving their people. I love Trump. I love Trump. Does Trump do anything wrong? No. Okay. 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 
You think maybe Trump? No. Okay. I love him. He's the best president of the world. And I see this like, dear God, it's, it's, it's groupiedom on steroids. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. It's fascinating. And I say, do you understand who Trump is? I don't know who it is. I, I, I don't know. Do you think you would like Trump if you met him, if you knew him? Tell me what he is. Tell me what he is in terms of his personality. Tell me. What does that have to do with it? It has everything to do with him. It has everything to do. Let's go back to this Tucker. This this people get so upset about this. Have you ever met people who think they're better than you? Tucker thinks by virtue of his provenance and his family and his name and his wealth and his you know, mama's money or whoever it is, he's better. Blue blood, better than you, trust fund, elitist. He'll tolerate you, but he thinks he's better than you. He's cool. He's rich. He's Tucker and Muffy and Buckley and whoever, Morgan Blatt and all these. I mean, they're just, but We'll come down every now and then and say, well, let me go out and let me converse with you, you proles. Let me see if I can show you I'm one of you. Okay. But look, I'm into manly. I'm into, I'm into whitewater rafting and pheasant hunting. And I'm into shooting. And I'm into fly fishing. I'm, I'm a man. And I'm into testosterone. See, here are my friends. Here's Andrew Tate. See? See? This is my friend. He's a man. And Portnoy, oh, manly sports, uh, F-words, F-bombs, eats pizza belches. Uh, yes, yes, see, see, I'm not, I'm not who you think I am. Oh, no, 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 I'm different. I'm a, I'm an exemplar. One of the, I love a good brand. And there have been some people who have, been, he had the best brand years ago of a bow tie. It was just the best. And I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, Roger Ailes told him something effective. Get rid of that thing or nobody likes that. Bad mistake. Uh, you remember Ben O'Schmidt? Great bow tie. Some people can do it, some people can't. Some people can do it, some people can't. And the thing about a bow tie, which is the most important is, what separates everybody is, if it's a clip-on, if it's a pre-tie, don't even bother. Sprezzatura. If it's not sprezzatura, if it's not a little bit off because you tied it yourself, no good. But even then, somebody says, oh, that's too dweeby. You think? Yeah, okay. All right. And then Tucker Girl goes to Fox. And oh, my, can you imagine that group of people? You got Hannity. And his thing is, I'm one of a, I'm one of you. I get my clothes at Walmart and I'm not anybody special. And I'm a man of the, I'm a man of the land. I'm a man of the land. Okay. 300 million bucks. And he's a man. Okay. Whatever you, whatever your shtick is, that's it. Ingram, smart ass. Got to watch that. Smart, you know, smart. okay. Every, everybody's got their thing. Okay. And then here comes this guy. Can you imagine that? Oh, God. Can you imagine that psychological circle? They're circling him. Who is this guy? Did you earn your... Are you really a conservative? No, you're not. Because you are on MSNBC. You're, 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 a, you're kind of a quizzling. You're, a, you're an opportunist. Where, where's your bow tie? Tucker. 
We're a man of, I'm a man of the land. Well, I'm tough too. Look who my friends are. I talk about testosterone. I talk about, I've got a- Andrew Tate. This man is for all, an accused rapist, for God's sake. But that's all, it's okay because I'm, I like him and I identify with him. And Portnoy, of all the people, think about this. Think of, you know, you, you know who is, who is fast becoming, who I think is one of the greatest uh, chest I mean, uh, image, Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman's fantastic. He is, he talks about the most arcane stuff there is. AI and aliens, he talks to uh, Eric Weinstein and and, uh, and, uh, uh, Eliezer Yudkowsky and uh, Roger Penrose. And then he'll, He'll go mix it up and go into martial arts and he's a Russian and he wears the same. I think it's, I, I, it's, this is a, Lex Friedman is, is an example that there may be hope for intellectual curiosity, that maybe he'll make that cool again. And I guarantee you, if I was Tucker Carlson and I could say, you could talk to anybody you want, Dave Portnoy wouldn't even be on the list. Why? Because he's a Cretan. He's a boorish, churlish, kind of a punk. Haven't you? He's like he's like your friend's weird brother. You always, you always, they always want to bring him along. Remember when you were a kid, say, do we have to bring, you know, Marmaduke or whatever along? Yeah, oh, God, what is the matter? Well, my mother wants me. Okay, especially somebody who fancies himself as being an intellectual. Somebody who fancies, I understand, I'm a blue blood. I'm from this. Now, why is that important? Why wouldn't somebody say, come here? Do you know who this guy is? We, we know all about Andrew Tate. Why are, why, are you, why are you putting yourself in the position? You're not going to win from this. This is what, this is what they're going to drop on him. This is, these are the allegations. Right, wrong, and different. He's, he's, in, he's entitled to his day in court. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? Same with Bill, Bill Clinton. Why are you doing this? Why are you hanging around Epstein? Same thing with uh, with uh, Prince Andrew. Why are you doing this? Gates, why are you doing this? Why? What do Bill Clinton and Bill Gates have in common? Bill Gates is a basket case of the nerd, the dweeb, the unattractive troll, except for the fact that he's the richest man or was or Never could figure out the woman thing. Never could figure it. Just, just doesn't. But there's, there's Epstein. I can't buy cool. He's got it. He's what I want. He's the kind of man I want to be. That's the guy. Always with the chicks. Yeah, but you don't understand. What's the matter with you? It doesn't matter. I want to be with it. You, you're, you're not on his plane, are you? Doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. That's a recording studio. What are you doing? Prince Andrew, what are you doing? This guy's been out of his tree since the days of Coup Stark and his wife. I don't understand this. See, when you grow up, there's certain there's certain things that you can veer off of. Keep in mind things like enuresis and you know, enuresis arson and uh, animal teasing. That's the classic precursor, the troika of the um, serial killer, theoretically. By the way, uh, 
aneurysis versus encopresis. You do not want that one. That is severe neurological problems. And I'm sure you know that as well. But you grow up socially. How do you handle people? How do you handle? And where do you fit in sexually? This is when you start to see it. Hey, Junior, come here. Were you, were you listening in to your sister's phone calls? Were you, were you hiding in your sister's? Were, were you, you're, are you, cause they start doing things as a kid, little things that don't seem that. Why are you looking around mommy's? I'm uh, just okay. What's going on here? You start to see it. it doesn't manifest itself at least initially in something that is that horrible, but it, but it manifests itself. And you see this. And you can't understand a person unless you understand their psychology. And if you want to get into this political world, you've got to get it. Vivek Ramaswamy, oh my God, this guy is a... This, this, if, if you, I, I don't even have to tell you about that one. Now, they all have a certain problem to a, to a degree. Everybody does. But recognize it. America is, they fall in love with stars and politicians. They, they fall in love. <clears throat> they look at George Clooney and they can't see through that one. They just don't get it. They don't understand it. Bobby Kennedy, oh dear God. Oh my God, you, you don't even know where to go with that one. And it manifests itself elsewhere. It manifests itself. It doesn't just kind of, it doesn't, if you want to understand, I, I think I told you this, in my private channel I did, Um, Lyndon Johnson, oh my God, Lyndon Johnson was as close to a killer as you, if not, as anybody else. And it goes back and there was a sense of inferiority. And you got to understand this, this inferiority. Inferiority, superiority, very, very dangerous. He was so embarrassed, so just monumentally scarred by his father's failures. He said, I'm not going to be my father. Nixon, Nixon hated, and again, the Kennedys hated them. Remember who these people were? Remember the Depression? Remember the Kennedys were so brutal to, to, uh, to uh, Johnson. Oh my God. And that's the last. Look what happened. Look up uh, uh, Johnson and his, and his sister Josepha. Remember that one? Of course not. Here's one for you. I, I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill was, it's fascinating. This was a guy who decided he drank probably more than anybody. How, how this guy was even a, a, able to stay awake, much less function is nobody's business. But anyway, he would love to sit in his tub. He was not a baz, and he would he would dictate. And he would have on the gramophone, he would have on, you know, Gilbert and Sullivan and whatever it is. And these poor women, they said, can we do shorthand? No. I want you to type what I say. So he was there with Gilbert and these women were what? Anyway, sometimes they'd, they'd make a mistake and he would grab the paper and he'd look at it and he would walk from the bathroom or the tub to the dressing room to get his gown. No, 
food in front of women. And I mean, he was just, he was at the White House. It's just weird. But here's what happened. You really don't understand Churchill until you find out at the end when he was supplanted. When all of a sudden he was like, thank you. We don't need you anymore. What? I saved Britain. Well, maybe you did, but we don't need you anymore. Tucker. He was at the number one, the the flagship. There is no comparison. I'm not saying it's warranted, but there is no comparison to Fox News. None. 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 In terms of the money. The, the cheapest, the, 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 the one who makes maybe the least is in the millions for doing, I have no idea what. And by the way, meritocracy, we are not, we understand that. I'm not going to talk about that. Here he is. And all of a sudden, and if I had to just guess, he, they conspired. Remember, the smartest guy at Fox is Hannity. He's the survivor. He's a guy who followed Rush and followed O'Reilly. He's still standing. And he's always played it right down the middle. No hits, no runs, no errors. Nothing really shocking. Nothing just smart. Plays it down the middle. Tucker came along because he's always trying to establish himself. He's always trying to be trying to be Tucker. Trying to find out what Tucker is. What is this? Do I wear the tie? Do I not wear the tie? Am I a blue blood? Am I an aristocrat? Am I a plutocrat? Am I a liberal? Hannity has been himself since I've known him. This, this is not a slam. You know exactly what you're going to get. He doesn't go through any periods of self-doubt or variation. You know, the, uh, nothing comes along. Nothing makes him feel like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I should back up. No, no. Never goes after anything that in any way is considered problematic. Never. Smart. One of the smartest people ever. He does it. But Tucker isn't like that. Tucker says, I'm going to go to Orban. In Hungary, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to the what? And then I'm gonna talk about, uh, I'm gonna maybe go to, uh, I don't know, have these people on. Portnoy, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, and then I'm gonna have uh, do this. And the Andrew, the Andrew Tate thing was this is sheer recklessness. Why is that? Think first of all, I've lived in a world. See, you don't. We don't understand this. Let me go back. I don't know about you, but I think I was raised in a very, very good and decent family. I never even knew the notion of the notion of wealth. Like those people have a lot of money. Nobody in my family had a lot of money. I mean, well, we had one cousin, but You know, but, but, it, but it wasn't a preoccupation. Nobody had a house where they go for, or are you going to our summer home? Summer home. I didn't know anybody. 
maybe you would rent a beach. Maybe you'd go to the beach, you know, during Labor Day or something. Maybe you'd rent something. You know, every year we go and we rent. You know, but but I, I don't know anything about this here in New York. Are you going away here? Well, we're going to our car. Our what? I never knew about this. I never knew. I never knew anybody who had the. Maybe you know these people. They they think that by virtue of where they went to college, that somehow they're better than you. Well, I went to Harvard. Well, well, Biff's going to Dartmouth. Now let me explain something to you. I graduated. I guess I was twenty-one. I guess maybe maybe. Went to a state school, you know, University of South Florida. It's good. Did well. I don't remember 21 years old. I, I mean, not because of drugs or anything. I just don't. That was 43 years ago. What difference does it make? I'm a completely different person. I was 21 years old when I graduated. What difference does that make? Well, I went to, I went to. I went to Montclair State. You're, that was 40 years ago. What different? Well, you don't understand. I, I've learned stuff now that makes that look like that. So I don't, I, I don't get it. Okay, I come to New York. You want to meet me at the Harvard Club? I'm going to the Princeton Club. We're going to the Yale Club. Really? Then we have the private clubs. And the private clubs are, for the most part, a complete and total waste of time. I never knew this. I never saw this. I didn't know who these people were. Then I met people, again, sorry, I'm from Ybor City, and I'm not trying to over, I'm just regular, I'm just an American, and that's it. Then I met people who were actually, one in particular, good guy, you never know this, but they were part of the Vanderbilts, or the Morgans, or the, what the, what? They're always old money, translation, cheap, drive an old car. One guy says, I'm on a trust fund. Really? Yeah, I'm a trust fund baby. Really? Then I found out, well, how much is this trust fund? What is it worth? It's nothing. <laughs> anyway, some people are different. But one time Tucker in a conversation said, I'm on a trust fund. I'm a, I'm a blue blood. I never met these people. I never understood it. I said, excuse me, your grandfather was who? Cornelius Vanderbilt. Okay, what, what, did, or great, what difference does that make? I mean, what, how does that affect, help, help me out here? I've got bootleggers on both sides of my family. I think they were good. I've got some great, great, great relative stories that are just fantastic. Not rich, but still. This is this is the this this is this thing that I just I I don't I don't understand. And I am an elitist. You know why? Because if you act like an elitist, I can't stand you. So I'm kind of like a negative. John McGuire couldn't get hired. said, bragging about your college at any age over 40 is kind of like bragging about winning a junior high intramural a badminton uh, tournament. Uh, maybe, you know. Uh, I appreciate that, John. Listen, I braggarts, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand this. And 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 by the way, you must you must recognize this in me. This is this is if if you care, this is core. This is core to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is core, and it works something like this. I am absolutely 
positively the most, I don't know what the word is. I, 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 fundamental to me more than anything else, fundamental is this notion of equal protection. I don't like everybody. I don't care for everybody. There are a lot of people I don't want to be near. I don't want to know. I don't want, I, I, I don't particularly care for them. I wouldn't want to be associated with them. I wouldn't want my family members to intermarry with them. But it's not because of anything that they didn't deserve or bring about themselves. See, I, I make no bones about it. There are people I just cannot stand, but they earned it. I do not understand not liking somebody or liking somebody because of something they had nothing to do with. He's black. So what? He's gay. So what? She's rich. So what? Her family is. So what? That's not equal protection. That's not America. That's not it. Like, that has nothing to do with it. You like them because of that? Or you don't like them because? No. Uh-uh. No. This is the one that drives me crazy. And the moment I think, the moment I think that you think you're better than somebody else, I lose it. And I know it. And I'm right. And I've smelled this out my whole life. The best people in the world. I could, I would not mention her name. I swear to God. One in particular, he's no longer with us. I like when they say that. He's no longer with us. What does that mean? He's dead? No, he's just no longer with us. He's a cactus now. No. Or, you know, he passed. He passed. How about just he died? But there's one in particular, the greatest guy ever. You would never guess anything. That's what I love. Likes you for who you are. Just a good egg. Terrific. But never thinks he's better than anybody. And that's what you've got to understand. And this may break it. This, this, may, this may hurt you. This may hurt you. Not you, but them. Not you, not you. But what people don't understand, and by the way, you might ask, well, what's this Tucker thing? Tucker's important because Walter Cronkite, uh, Murrow, people today, people maintaining positions. By the way, th- there are a lot of people as well in positions of, of prominence, especially in, in the, uh, streaming. Oh, I, I think the most, if put it this way, if ever we find out well, put it this way. I think Jordan Peterson has got to be the biggest Gordian knot of psychological whatever it is. If you can't see that one, I don't know what to tell you. And we see this all the time. You got to ask yourself, what is their what is their thing? What is their thing? And it has nothing to do with the issue. What's Trump's thing? What's Trump's thing? Here's one for you. One of the biggest phonies I ever met in my life. We were at an event with Carrie Lake. Oh my God. 18 karat plastic. Absolutely the phoniest thing you've ever seen in your life. Now I understand some phony people can be good politicians, but she wasn't even good. She wasn't even phony enough to realize and recognize what she has to say to win. 
Raul Rodriguez says, I have heard people with an associate degree start off a conversation with, I should know. Oh, oh, oh I, I. <laughs> that's good. And by the way, the degrees, I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that means. That's, that's, that's a, that's a particular form or, or, or level of, of, uh, of isolated, um, whatever it is. But let me ask you something. Vivek Ramaswamy, phony. You can't see what's going on with that? Now, sometimes phony, to an extent, they're all phony. To be, to be, you know, whatever it is. And the best part about it, you're going to laugh at this. The best part about it, who, the person I like, the, mo- the, per- the person I could say, he's good, is Trump. Because Trump will tell you, listen, you got to understand something. I am who I am. I married a woman. I don't know if I, I don't know. I always like this arm. Okay, he's not the first one, but come on. Have you ever seen this? Do, do you ever, do, do, do you see any emotional legitimacy of any of this stuff? I don't, you know, it's none of my business, but I mean, come on, stop it. Sometimes you see it. whatever. Trump says, this is what I am. Trump says, I'm not going to wear a hat. I play golf. I go to Mar-a-Lago and I'm a rich guy. And that's it. You know what? I take it. He never, ever, ever lets you down. He tells you that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you for that. Thank you. I wish Tucker would say, listen, you got to understand something. I'm 52 years old. I'm, 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 I'm kind of scared. I'm confused. I sat with a bunch of people in Hungary and said I was glad that Fox fired me. I was devastated by that. You ever been fired? It's devastating. It destroys you. And this guy say, oh, no. Such shite. He's a child. There, there, there's a part about this. This, this is the But, but Trump, tr- Trump, is, Trump is what he is. You may not like it, but I hate a phony. A phony is somebody who doesn't tell you the truth. A phony is somebody who is... See, you know what else I hate? I shouldn't say hate. These these Hollywood types who are gay, and everybody knows it, but they're closeted, but yet you expect these people in Dothan, Alabama to to come out of the closet, well, not even saying closet anymore, or to, to accept their transgenderism, Risk their own personal safety when you even when you haven't even had the guts to come forward and tell people everybody knows who they are. I re, for, I don't care whether you're gay, but it's like, would you please? You're a phony. Here's another phony for you. Ready for this? Okay. Do you remember? Maybe you do, and they weren't even known as phonies. It's called the Mid Atlantic accent. You know what that is? You heard this during the days of um, of uh, of uh, game shows. Arlene Francis, says, darling, yes. Heathcliff, yes. Could you please? Yes, darling. Uh, Gore Vidal, William F. Buckley, George Plimpton, Kitty Kala, yes, darling. Arlene Francis, yes. Hello. They talk like this. and they, uh, Orson Welles would go into it and out of it in a sentence. Okay. Uh, the the British had their posh, their received, all that blah blah. Um, it, 
Burton did his weird thing because he was Welsh and he had his whole thing. Anyway, Americans didn't have that. So at the time of the 30s, they would send kids off to boarding schools and finishing schools, and they would learn this thing called a Mid-Atlantic accent. Mid-Atlantic because it was between the United States and and uh, the UK, and it was somewhere in the middle. And they began this. Uh, James Baldwin, the worst. Yes, I'm talking about that. Uh, Roscoe Lee Brown. Oh, Roscoe Lee Brown. We used to frequent an Irish joint. He would walk in and he would like, hello, oh, oh, biggest phony you ever met. It's like, what Roscoe Lee Brown is from. Roscoe Lee Brown was born in Woodbury, New Jersey. And here's the one too. Remember St. Elsewhere? There was this one actor. Uh, wh- wh- who, who, who was? Who? Yes, yes. Norman Lloyd. Norman Lloyd. Hello. Remember Norman Lloyd? Remember him? He was born in Jersey City. These people were the biggest bunch of fucked-up synthetic. I mean, I, are you kidding me? But that's what it was then. That was the norm. That's the part that got me. And I hate that. You have no idea. This is the most important. This is this is this is just this is I I, I can't tell you this, but Trump is legitimate. You know who was a real who really hit it well, believe it or not? Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. Oh, Liz Solak said, Humph- uh, J- uh, Johnny Depp didn't have that accent. Honey, who were some of the famous fake accents? Madonna, uh, Johnny Depp. Um, oh, oh, Linda, Linda Eastman. Remember Paul? Who is that? Oh, hilarious. Oh, how can I forget? Hilaria. Listen to me. My name is Hilaria Baldwin. Listen, my husband, Mr. Mr. Alec Baldwin. I'm my name is Hilaria Baldwin. And I see because one time I was on television and I want to learn the cucumber. Do you call it the cucumber? So listen to me. I know that I was born in Boston because I'm married to Alec Baldwin. The paquete, my esposo, Alec Baldwin, paquete, que jode, jode. That's a West Tampa. That's, that's, you don't want to, you don't want to know that one. Because listen to me, no, I no, I speak like this. My name is Hilaria Baldwin. Yes, of course. Remember when Hillary broke into her 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 black thing? I ain't gonna go. No, what are you doing? Sometimes uh, 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 Obama would do his Southern preacher. Come on, stop it! Stop it! It's just, there's, we want authenticity. And when somebody is inauthentic, it shows through. Now, by the way, you're going to get a lot of it. And there are people who are full, Tulsi Gabbard, Mike Pence. uh, Who else? Some of these others. um, Oh, oh, um, you know, and here are people who are not inauthentic, but Tim Scott. I'm just glad to be here. I'm Tim Scott. I'm just glad. Okay, thank you, Tim. No, no, really. Okay, I know you're a nice guy. Okay, alrighty. That's the way that goes. You know who was also authentic? You ready for this? Bernie Sanders. 
Bernie Sanders is Bernie Sanders. That's it. I love authentic. I mean, I like him. I mean, I like what he stands for. That's it. That's the way he stands. That's his thing. We have these inauthentic phony. Oh, how about the CPAC Republicans? Oh, all of a sudden, you have no idea. Listen to me. You can say whatever you want about religion. That's up to you. That's your thing. You want to be Christian or Jew? I I don't care what it is. I remember all of a sudden, oh, you're going to love this. I, I, I know somebody who all his life, he was just a regular, not regular, but just a regular person. And all of a sudden, he went to Israel and he came back and he became Mr. Conservative, uh, a, a Jew, uh, Orthodox. It's like, okay. Okay, and now he's Mr. Super Zionist. When did this happen? Not that there's anything wrong with it, but when did you become this? Here's another phony for you. Oh, you'll love this one. Got a friend. She's a, a real, uh, I mean, absolutely, without a doubt, completely as phony Old money type, okay? Good. And she's got these kids, the typical, you know. They look like something from a from a gap ad or something. Fine. And they they go here and okay, fine. And they're Ivy League. Okay, fine, fine. And and she's got little Megan and Michaela and Murgatroyd or whoever these people are, and they're into these um uh Ivy League school uh, uh sports, sports. And, and one hopes to get a, whatever it was. Well, this is when she and I broke off. I said, so you're a, uh, we were just talking, I said, so you're, 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 you don't like Trump. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. And you're a, you're a Biden supporter? Oh, yeah. I said, well, you know what's going to happen to Michaela, Murgatroyd, Megan, and whatever. You know what happens if she tries to get her scholarship? Some guy named Dave is going to show up and uh, your daughter is going to be too female and too white and too binary. And your daughter is going to be, and by the way, I don't even know why you want a scholarship with all the money you've got that you flaunt anyway, but she's going to all of a sudden from her pickleball championship, whatever, it's going to be replaced by this guy because this is where we live right now. And you don't seem to understand that, do you? So while you talk a big game about, oh, you're a leftist and this and that, I guarantee you, until you feel it, and you will because you are an endangered species, do you understand it? They have no idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. Goes back to what I said initially. Oh, how about uh, Tucker? He hates Trump. He loves Trump. <laughs> so, what? I can't stand him. Remember, they were on the phone. Get these people off the phone. That's crazy. He's crazy. He's nuts. And there's uh, uh, there's uh, Laura Ingram. She's like, he's crazy. She's, Sidney Powell that he's crazy and Trump's crazy. Who is this crazy? I despise. I'm not going to tell. Joe Rogan does that stuff with Trump too. I'm not going to be. Because let me tell you what they are. This is where the, and this is where Joe might be smart. Joe, and by the way, Joe Rogan is more important than anybody right now on any platform, that's it. 
He has more influence than anybody. And and for the most part, he is who he is. I got to say this. He does indeed. He may, he he's smart, but let me give you an idea. Look what they're doing to Rudy Giuliani. All of his billionaire friends don't have the guts to say, wait a minute. In 2008, I supported my friend Rudy when he was running for president. He saved New York. He saved the city. He was the hero of 9-11. And you're not going to tell me whether to help him with his defense or not. He may be drinking too much or acting like a damn fool, but I'm a billionaire. And you're not going to tell me, oh, no, no, they're not doing that. Because even they know. Because if you think that there's any independence, there is a superstructure world so big. Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, uh, the best is Bezos. Bezos, whatever you say, I just want my yacht and my weird wife and we're going to be off. And I, whatever you say, that's Obama too. Whatever, whatever. Sure, absolutely. Just give me my, my Martha's Vineyard. Don't ask questions about the guy with the whatever. Just leave me alone. I'm in. People think Obama's running this show. And the best part is they think that 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 Michelle's going to run. Are you kidding me? But they know if you think for one minute that there's any independence in this world, you're out of your mind. There is a super... If somebody told Bill Gates, let me explain something, Bill. By the way, where's your girlfriend, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and your boyfriend, Matt Gates? Where are they? Who shut them up? What happened with them? What's going on with this thing? Because I notice when people stop talking. And Bobert, okay, keep it quiet, keep it quiet, keep it quiet. But they will tell these billionaires, and look what they're doing to Rudy. They just want to grind him into the dust. And that is so despicable. There's no honor in the world anymore. There's no honor. But back to what I said. Joe Rogan says, I'm not going to have Trump on. Of course not. Because they will cut your nads off. And then Tucker, he's he's very concerned about testosterone. Tucker's very concerned about that. I mean, they, he talks about that. Remember when the soy boy thing came about? Remember that? That was a big one. Somebody said, suggested people who eat a lot of soy uh, become effeminate because of uh, phytoestrogens and hydro, hydroflavones or whatever it was. And yeah, look at China. Oh, they, they've got a super uh, uh, re- reproduction problem. Yeah, they, uh, vegetarian countries, you know, India. There, my God, they're 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 on fumes. There, remember that one? This this hyper concern about testosterone. But anyway, and by the way, Joe Rogan, look who your crowd is. Who are the Dana White? A lot of tats. Go on, beat people up. We're masculine. I got a SEAL Team 6 sniper killer on my show. And next, we're going to have a guy from Special Forces who killed bin Laden. One of 90 people who killed bin Laden. And then we're going to go into SEAL Team 6. And I was in Bud's class. And we're men. And we have testosterone. Here's my testosterone. Here's, here's, here's my testosterone. I'm a, I'm a man. And I have a beard. And I have, a, and I have tattoos. And I'm... And I uh, kill people. Just weird. Like, where, where did this come from? By the way, I know a guy. He's a man. And I don't think he's in any kind of transition, but has been in dresses for 
And I don't mean dress it. I mean haute couture millions of dollars of dressing. I bet you his testosterone levels are higher than yours if you're a male. This, I, I don't know where this came from. This, this, this testosterone thing. I think I told you. A friend of mine said, you know, I'm, I'm on tea. What? Why? I don't know. Feeling kind of down. You're 65 years old, so what? I don't know. I just. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? I have a, a friend who's a physician. I said, do you ever, do you, ever uh, you know, uh, prescribe testosterone? He goes, yes, one case. Why? Because I have a person who literally makes no testosterone. None. None. He, because he had an orchiectomy, he had a, basically a castration because of prostate cancer. He literally, and to use the term correctly, literally produces none. So that's the only case. This is where we are today. Little boys and little boys who want to be girls who are talking such garbage because they don't know who they want to be. And what I want you to understand is you better understand realism here. And let me explain realism to you. Realism comes down to this. It's the truth. You understand this? Now, a couple of things here. Number one. All right, all you outdoorsmen. What are you going to do the next time there's a big showdown? The time there's a nor'easter or a southwester or some kind of tsunami or hurricane. Or what are you going to do? What are you going to do when the stores are closed? When you can't go to Costco, when you can't go to Sam's Club, when you can't go to Acme or Piggly Wiggly or Kroger's or Publix or whatever, they're closed because of fuel contamination, because of trucker strikes, because the roads are closed, because it's not because they've declared an emergency while Biden is out in Delaware in some basement, you know, watching Matlock all day. What are you going to do? I know. You're going to go to preparewithlionel.com and you're going to see what the preparation professionals do. You're not going to live off the land. You're not going to take your, your Remington and go out and shoot wild boar on the 40. It's not going to work like that. This is this is happening right now. You know what and I know. And I don't know why or where it's coming from. Preparewithlionel.com. You go there right ahead. Let me tell you something right now. Believe it or not. The old days, we used to laugh at that. Oh, this guy's a prepper. He's a, he's a prepper. He's crazy. Really? Really? This guy thinks that manufactured weather is really? Everything you ever thought, everything you ever suspected will prove to be true. That's why they want you to shut up about this. And by the way, when you're done, when you're watching this, when you're at home and you're luxuriating, don't forget our friends at MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell. Use the promo code Lionel and get a free gift. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. How about Mike Lindell? He's still there. Bed, bath, and beyond isn't, which is sad. Remember what they told Well, Mike Lindell, he's done. He's finished. Really? We decide that. Not you. Because they want everything that is perceived to be Trump-related to be destroyed. Do you understand what's going on here? My friends, listen to me and listen good. Recognize and understand the motivation behind these people. Recognize and understand the motivation behind these people. Look at the psychology of who's who. 
What is happening right now, you're seeing Eric Adams. Oh, that's another great one. This is a guy who said, I'm going to come in and I'm going to be the mayor of New York and I'm going to be, uh-huh. They have just ignored him. Kathy Hochul, who said, I'm going to be the uh, the dupe for the Biden administration. They won't even talk to her. How do you like that? You've got Phil, uh, Phil, uh, what's his name? The governor of Phil Murphy from uh, uh, New Jersey, who's saying, you want to put illegals at Atlantic City Airport? No. So you're seeing, as we speak, internecine battles within the Democrats who were saying, wait a minute, you've, you, you, you're, 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 you're killing me here. And you know what Biden's saying? I don't care. I don't care. You want to talk about psychological? Ask the story about Biden's wife. What's the story behind that one? Oh, you don't want to know this one. What's the story about the accident? What 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 was Jill? What what was all that about? No, you don't want to talk about that one. Look at this. Great work, Lionel. Keep on trucking. You know, Sparky, thank you, my friend. You know, Sparky, all I want you to do is I want you to know the truth. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And by the way, all that money, all that money going to Ukraine, how about that? How about that? In New York and states around the world, around the country, you're going to see new moves where people who come in, they immediately go to work. You are seeing your country being trans transmogrified. That's all. All right, dear friends, you have a great and a glorious day. Thank you for being with us. I just gave you, from the bottom of my heart, one hour of nothing but love in this tutorial. One hour, one hour and two minutes of love. You know why? Because I am so tired of the balderdash that you've got to deal with on a regular basis. My God, it's just nonsense. With a bunch of people who don't care anything about you, who just want to say, look, just give me my check. Let me go home. Let me try to convince these proles that I care about their miserable life. As I sit on my couch with my Louboutins and my you know, beach homes and all this, I don't care about these people. This is my gig. This is what I pretend. And also understand something. And if you don't start paying attention, I want you to look at everybody, everybody you see on TV, whether it's Biden, whether it's Trump, whether it's Kerry Lake or whoever it is. Ask yourself, what's their story? What motivates them? What's their message? What's truly, or do they really want this? Trump really wants to win. Trump really wants to win. You know who else really wants to win? DeSantis. And watch what happens to him. He played this Hurricane Idalia like nobody's business. He was brilliant. Watch what happens. This changes from day to day to day. All right, dear friends, have a great day. See you tonight, 7 p.m. Don't forget, also, please, follow Mrs. L. Follow Mrs. L. Go there right now. Follow her right now at Lynn's Warriors, Lynn's underscore Warriors, and at YouTube at Lynn's Warriors. Pretty interesting how that works. She has a brand new, oh, follow her stuff. It's incredible. Do you see what Pornhub did with the case about Pornhub? 
and validation of kids? Did you hear what, what Google's now doing regarding finally the default is changing so that images will be obscured? Do you see what's happening? you have any idea what's happening regarding children? Anything? It's the number one currency. No more drug smuggling. That's where that money is. I've said enough. An hour and four minutes, that's enough. You have a great and glorious day. See you tonight at 7 p.m. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.